Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I want to tell you something that happened in my shrink's office. <laughs> but I feel like we should introduce our guest first. <laughs> my shrink. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> no. Uh, she is the uh, she is a uh, comedy actress and performer. Mm-hmm. She is a comedy writer. She is the head writer for the Queen Latifah show. Indeed, which stars Queen Latifah, the Queen herself. <laughs> Shocking! Please welcome Robin Thede back to the Yay! program. Hi, Robin. It's great I always to have clap you. for myself. Great I don't to know have if that's you. Good you don't just assume that everyone at home is clapping. I did. Yeah. Well, they started clapping as soon as they heard the Queen's name. Sure. True. <laughs> yeah. They thought it was her. They were like, "Oh my God!" They Queen finally Latifah. got her. <laughs> right. They thought they thought back to that one episode of Fresh Prince. They're like, "Yeah, that was great." <laughs> Wait, she <laughs> did two episodes. Two of Fresh episodes. Prince. Excuse me. And in one of them, she had a broken foot. That's why she sat down the whole time. <laughs> wow. Insider knowledge. Yeah. But oh, you have man. the queen's ear. Like, if we had a request for the queen, oh, yeah. you could, like, take it to her. Absolutely. You could grant us an audience. Indeed. Oh, man. Can you just ask her if she'll be my friend? <laughs> you would want her to be your friend. She's very nice. I know. Yeah. I do want her to be my friend. I'm not joking. <laughs> I, I love Queen Latifah. I think I've, I think I've talked about this on the show before when it comes to Queen Latifah. So apologies for maybe a repeat story. But Mm. we were playing, uh, I think this was in college, we were playing like Who Would You Rather with celebrities. Oh, yeah. And it was someone, someone, and I could tell that they were saying Queen Latifah as a joke answer. But I'm like, oh, Queen, I immediately answered Queen Latifah. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I have a thing for Queen Latifah. And if there was an either or situation, that would be an easy choice. Yeah, I mean, I think (laughs) of all the... Uh, older African American uh, alternative lifestyle purportedly although she doesn't talk about it but you know she goes to events with her girlfriend I'm going to leave Robin out of that please do (laughs) Um, uh, rap stars Mm -hmm. that I could pick all for romance, three. she's in the she's in the, go, she's easily in the top three. I'd go. Well, you know, nice maybe choice. Eve is probably older than me, and there mm-hmm. was always rumors about Eve, but I couldn't speak to that. Sure, but uh, I Queen Latifah is a beautiful woman and exceptionally charismatic. Yes, even even at the point of Queen Latifah's career, where people were turning on Queen Latifah for whatever, sure. for you know, for being in Chicago or for not being point? in Chicago, it, really. For like, I didn't know like about some that. like like I think I think you had your uh, your urban credibility mm-hmm. maybe went downhill f- from Chicago a little bit, and then there was the people that she gained from Chicago. She lost a little bit after Chicago, maybe. Anyway, all of these points, I'm 100 percent with Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you're not going to turn me away from Queen Latifah. Pee Wee Herman. There's just a few people that well, I just that ride was a for. Very strange duo. <laughs> I just now, ride Pee-wee for. Pee Wee Herman. I, he the character or Paul Rubin. Is a, is I look. I don't. I don't. I, Paul, I distinguish. I distinguish Paul because Rubens, the character I will always love. The actor kind of threw me. I abandoned him years ago. Paul Rubens <laughs> could probably murder someone or has. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Do not send letters. Paul Rubens is not abducting homeless people under overpasses. I don't know where you got that detail. Engaging them in some sort of battle royale situation. He is not. No, actually, you know what's cool? They brought the Pee Wee Herman show back to, uh, did it make it to Broadway? It was on Broadway. It was was here in Los Angeles as well. It was incredible. It was hilarious. I, I really do love him. I'm kidding. I love him. 
Okay, and I so, obviously love Queen Latifah. Yeah, here's the Robin. Thing. I know exactly how you feel. Every time I come on a podcast, people just want to talk to me about Chris Hardwick. I know how great he is. Speaking of which, <laughs> so right behind my therapist's shoulder mm-hmm. is a bookshelf, mm-hmm. and right on that bookshelf, right in my line of sight, if I'm not making direct eye contact <clears throat> with my therapist, is an enormous book that. It doesn't have its dust jacket on it, so it just has in huge block letters. It's probably a four-inch thick book, its title. And the title is Perversions. Ooh. And I feel like <laughs> any time I'm talking to my therapist about, you know, my issues with my parents or whatever, <laughs> I'm just disappointing him. Because he wishes I was doing one of the things in that <laughs> book, Perversions. I thought you were going to say you're waiting for him to pull it down and go, wait a minute. I need to consult a <laughs> <Yeah>. book. <laughs> Page 79. 70. Yeah. Eight. But yeah. I'm going to list some some symptoms. One Do day, you have them? One day I might... – It's just like a choose-your-own-adventure. It leads you to the right, right. thing based <laughs> on the symptoms. Do my... you find this picture of a sheep attractive? <laughs> Go to Turn page to page 32. 32. <laughs> oh, no. You're in the wizard's dungeon now. Oh, my God. <laughs> my that perfect... book sounds awesome. Now. It does sound like a good book. My therapist Informative and fun. either doesn't think I'm funny at all or just doesn't think it's helpful for me if he laughs at my humor. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I've had the same problem. So one day I said to him – one day I said to him that uh, I, I couldn't help but look over his shoulder every time I wasn't making direct uh, eye contact yes. with him and see that he had a giant book called Perversions right Hello, there. right. And I hoped that I wasn't disappointing him. Right. And so he said, mm-hmm, you know, or whatever he does instead of laughing. <laughs> it sounds like and when then, you're talking to him, he just has a mouth full of taffy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, <laughs> I see him on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> sure. He failed to mention his jaw is wired shut. <laughs> his office is at the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Oh, my God. It's where you get the best saltwater tap. By yep. the way, my therapist is Chubby Checker, and he only comes, <laughs> he's only available once a year. <laughs> this uh, is awesome. Let's do the self-care twist. Yeah, exactly. Are these all twists? Yes. And he just his advice to me is always... Do you feel like you should twist again like we right. did last summer? Yeah. Just twist um, it out. So, uh, yeah. So my therapist got his office redecorated, mm-hmm. which consisted of two things. And now there's a new book and it just yeah, says – Yeah, I was going to say, where's the book? <laughs> it just says, you nasty. I went <laughs> – <laughs> now he's doing therapy with an urban twist. Yeah. He uh this is what this is what happened. One day I went in, there's no tchotchkes on his shelves. Normally his bookshelves have little doodads you from, want some his, hummels. from his travels. Mm-hmm. From his travels. As a wandering therapist? Yeah. <laughs> with no master. Well, yeah, he's sort of well and also on tour is Chubby Jagger. Oh, sure. Yes, I, <laughs> forgot, I forgot that your therapist also yeah, tours as Chubby Jagger. From State Farm, from State Fair to State Fair. I'm yeah. losing... To State Farm. He'll show he up his State Farm office. Too. He's yeah. actually Dennis Haysbert. We've gotten to the bottom of this. <laughs> I'm losing there track of this bit. <laughs> Dennis Haysbert is the <laughs> same person as Chubby Jagger. <laughs> Who's also your therapist. Yeah. They're both so trustworthy. <laughs> they are, and their voices are so soothing. Okay. So one day I'm in therapy and I notice there's nothing on the wall. And I say, oh, what's, why is there, how come there's nothing on your shelves besides your books? And he says, oh, we had to take them down. They're redecorating in here mm-hmm. and they're going to put in new carpets. And I said, oh, okay. And he says, well, probably by this time next week, there's going to be new carpets in here. I said, <laughs> well, 
<laughs> Sounds like fun. You know what I mean? Mm. This is a safe space. <laughs> I say go wild with these carpets. Sure. I came in the next week. They put in new carpets exactly the same as the other carpets. The only this thing that trick. had changed was perversions was missing. Do you think this is a test? Oh, this is know. some sort of test. Is this Jungian? This is to see if you would notice if the carpets were the same, mm-hmm. but the book was gone. And if you did, you know what that means. You have a perversion. You have a perversion. You know, carpets. he asked me if the carpets <laughs> match the drain. <laughs> <laughs> I should mention that my therapist, being a rock star of the late 1950s and yes. early 1960s, yeah. is... Is not licensed. No, <laughs> no. Well, they didn't have to do that then. He's licensed. Black people couldn't even vote back then. <laughs> <laughs> you could just, but you. You but think the upside, they could get licensed? The upside was that you could be a therapist without any schooling. Yeah, I mean the right. good. The good news is that no matter what, he he can tell me a little bit about what it's like to collaborate with the Fat Boys. That's true. <laughs> that is true. 1980s. Yeah. Well, his career spans all decades, really. Mm-hmm. I have a, a little story about um, therapy. My therapist, the um, Big Bopper. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, baby. Wait till you get to mine, Buddy Holly. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the day the therapy died. <laughs> um, I, had a, I had a weird, I had a weird uh, situation, R.E., Mental health care uh, recently. Uh, I have I have been I had been seeing uh, a therapist. It was my first time. I had never had any kind of you know that before in my life. Was a little bit afraid of it, but it ended up being a great a uh, great experience. And uh, something I liked about my guy is that he would when I would be talking about some sort of practical problem I was having, instead of like dwelling on the fact that oh this career thing isn't going like I wanted to, he would always have some sort of like. You know, he would redirect and we would talk about the feelings and how I could change the feelings and the behaviors and stuff like that. So it was great. It was a nice way to Thanks. Like... I need a job. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Who can you give my resume to? Yeah, so exactly. I always liked that about him. And, and uh, after I've had this new job for a couple of weeks and I couldn't make our regular sessions, this was at like a counseling center for uh, the uninsured. Mm. Uh, and he's like, well, I can't, you know, I don't practice on the weekends, but I do know someone on, you know, who who can do Sunday who can do Sunday sessions, let me, you know, refer you to him and you guys can see if you gel. His name's Father Mulcahy. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. His you... name, he lives upstairs. <laughs> I call him the big His name's G. JC, <laughs> and he's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> With arms wide open. Exactly. <laughs> Scott Stapp. Um, and so I met this, I met this new guy and, you know, I, I already didn't like it because I felt like he was talk and shop with me, oh. which I didn't like. I kind of didn't want He wanna... started by handing you his headshot and resume. Well, so I don't, so, well, uh, so at the uh-oh. end, you know, I'm like, eh, I didn't like how, you know, I thought he was kind of prying and I thought it yeah. was like, eh, I don't really want to talk about. You don't want a therapist that pries. No, no exactly. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, he was just kind of like talk and shop and he wanted to know a lot of details about like being in comedy and stuff like that. And I was oh like, eh, I don't love this. And at the end, he's like, you know, hey, I, I know that, you know, I know that the business you're in comes with a lot of disappointment. <laughs> I did the acting thing for a while. Wait, wait, wait. I did the acting thing for a while. And in fact, I was this close to getting into Blue Band Group. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, then I called it and said I couldn't come anymore. Oh, I just, I just did not even give it a shot. I don't think it's a Seinfeld episode. I think it's just not. I don't. I don't think I can did talk to this, this man about my problems and make his fingers very close, like his thumb and his forefinger. This super close. close. Yeah, like this I mean, close. I was, was shaving there, my head. Yeah. Was there like a little blue spot? On yeah. Him? Yes. Yes. <laughs> please, please tell I had me there was. Started to paint myself yes. blue. Yes. Oh, this is from Arrested Development. That's I know, yeah. This is. is basically yeah, David Cross's your... story yes, from exactly. Arrested Development. So, yeah, well, I don't know. But he made it, though. Yeah. So this is just the sad version. Right, exactly. Yeah, this is the guy who didn't make it that far. Oh, that's why he was available on Poor guy. I mean, I mean, and I guess I felt bad. I'm like, oh, like to have to career change this late in life. You thought you were going to be. <laughs> Wait, that's Wait, why he was bad. available on, on Sunday? Sunday. Is that when the Blue Man Group performed? They're that nice. Well, it's the only day they're off. Uh. <laughs> they're very He's religious. Like, Mondays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sundays and Mondays, he's available. Yeah. He had to keep his, the rest of his schedule, you know. Sure. Busy for Blue Man in case. But my, I felt like, oh, hey, like maybe you'll, maybe you'll get Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> We've got oh, ten of those. that's very right? hard. Yeah, that's probably harder me? than Blue those Man. Those people are very talented. Sure. And very good therapists, I might add. <laughs> the good listeners. My, They're clowns. They don't talk. My, so. It's true. Um, my, I had a therapist that I was seeing years ago, and she... I guess didn't think I had enough problems at the end. I mean, I saw her for a couple of months on and off. And, and at the end, she said, you know, I think we've reached a time when we should stop seeing each other. And I was like, wait, we're breaking up? And she was like, I just don't feel like you need this. I just and I was wanted- like, wait, I'm way less stable than you're giving me credit for. <laughs> but the the thing I did not like about her, same thing. She was a lovely woman, but I would often crack jokes. And she never laughed. And at the most, I would just get a slight half smile. And I was like, I'm way funnier than your face would indicate. Betray? Yes. yes. I didn't like that. I this, don't is the, I you, you, like... this is the only way I know how to convey emotions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't understand why. Do, I mean, like, are therapists in their real life, are they Are they these, you know, jokeless, funless people who, yeah. who don't laugh at jokes? They go to a comedy just... club and they're just like, hmm, right. interesting. Right. <laughs> interesting. That joke says a lot about you. Now, why do you think online dating is so weird? <laughs> just a set up to a joke. Don't heckle me. Yeah. I we'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. Hey, Ross. Hey, Carrie. Hey, it's me, your co-host. Oh, yeah, we have a show, don't we? We have a show. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie. Oh, no, Ross and Carrie. It's about undercover investigations of fringe groups. Yeah, like the Tony Alamo Ministries cult. Yep, that's led by a pedophile. He's in jail. He's in jail. Also, we became Mormons. We became Raelians, which is a UFO group. That's right. We We... joined the Ordo Templi Orientis. Yes, the 9-11 truthers. We got cupped. We got acupunctured. We got Reiki. We've pretty much anything that you've heard of and been like, that that doesn't sound quite right. We've done that. So you don't have to do it. So if you want to hear about this, and you should, then go to MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Robin Thede, I, I fascinator. What? Yeah. I'm an English hat. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I went to a hat-themed wedding the other day. You did? Yeah, lots of gorgeous hats in evidence. What kind of hat did you wear? 
I didn't have to wear a hat because I'm a gentleman. Oh, I don't see why that's a rule. Ladies were encouraged to wear hats. Mm. Oh, ladies were encouraged to wear hats. I have hat. Look, you don't have to tell. Look, you don't have to convince me to wear a hat. Right. I often wear a hat. You thought it would be distasteful to wear a hat, though. To this, you didn't want to upstage the ladies. It's a it's ladies' night. What a night. <laughs> No, you know, that's a solid argument. Yeah, yeah. Case closed. Wait, were they wearing, like, Kentucky Derby-style hats? Well, some were. Yeah. Some were wearing more standard hats. Okay. The ladies and the bride was wearing a Kentucky Derby. It had things springing off yes, of it. Yes, yes. Sproing. Yep. A little bit of a... Yep. Was anyone wearing one of those hats that has the cup holders on the side and you could put two beers in it? <laughs> With the straws. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would love for that to have been the case. Well, it's hard to imagine one guy a hat was with a wearing, wedding outfit. Sure. There was a cowboy hat. One guy was wearing a construction worker hat. One guy was wearing an Indian <laughs> Wait hat. Wait a minute. Was this wedding in West Hollywood? <laughs> um, speak- hey, well, those guys can get married now. Speaking sure, of theme. I would love it if the Indian would marry the construction worker. <laughs> Finally. Stop lying to yourself. Speaking of themed entertainment, I feel like we would be selling you the audience short if we didn't at least give you some encapsulated recap of me and Jordan's experience attending the the game of the arena football team that is owned by the band Kiss. Oh my God, Robin! Robin, you're a football fan, right? You, I, I, I follow you on Twitter, and I see your fantasy football uh, problems that you have. Mostly, (laughs) mostly problems. Now, you mostly, uh, I, I don't follow you on Twitter. I have to admit, but I think if I remember correctly, you're mostly an arena football fan. You're really yes. a big su- supporter of the San Jose Sabercats? Indeed. That and the Puppy Bowl. Right. <laughs> the two the yeah. two most popular footballs. Indeed. Um, but you've not been to an arena football game or thought about going to an arena football game as a... You would be wrong. Oh, no. Would Which, we? I have been to an arena football game. The Des Moines uh, Barnstormers? No, what were they called? Something in Iowa. We had an arena football team. <laughs> this was in the mid-90s. <laughs> And I saw someone back I when think, Iowa was hot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I it was our closest thing to a uh, a professional team. I mean, you know, arena league, I guess, or was it XFL? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I did see an arena league football uh, where they have the the short the short the field. tiny field. Yes, a uh, little field, fifty yard fields. Right, it's a half field and yeah. it's a little maybe a little narrower as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're playing in a single lap pool. <laughs> and um, I think I remember this correctly. And everybody had on a fancy hat yeah. with sprungies, right? Uh, sure, yeah, that sounds right. We're calling it wrong, but I did see—I seriously did see one in Iowa. I like the idea of a guy, some guys playing football in a single lane pool, and they have to like move over to the side when the right. elderly people yes. who are having physical yes. therapy yes. need to do their kickboards. Yes, yes, I like that too. Um, so yeah, so Robin, I don't know if you've noticed the billboards. The band Kiss has bought an arena football I team. Do. Is this for real? This yes. is absolutely for real. Hundred percent for real. Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, mm-hmm. oh my God. the uh, the legendary members of Kiss, yes. the ones who keep kiss, kicking other guys yes. out of Kiss, yes, um, they own this football team. I don't know what their interest is, but they they are they are by far the public face of this enterprise. Wow! And it's Los Angeles's only professional football team since there's no NFL team here. Now, when I say Los Angeles, I'm using a loose definition of Los Angeles. <laughs> right. That includes yeah, Orange Jose County because kind of, it it's San in – they're in Irvine. Oh, they're in Irvine. And what are they called again? San Jose Sabercats is a whole other team. Oh, excuse. <laughs> Sorry. He's no so wonder, disappointed. I wish No you wonder your fantasy space. arena football team is doing so poorly. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm Owen a million. 
It would suck to have a fantasy arena football team because if you had a guy that was really good halfway through getting, the year, yeah. he just joins the practice squad of an NFL <laughs> yeah, team. Exactly. Okay, so. Or he's one of the eight people that gets injured per game. <laughs> we had Chris Fairbanks oh sitting here with us, a beloved stand-up comic, a, a beloved guest on this program. And um, we heard about this thing. We started talking about it. We all committed to going to this event. Now, it turns out, A, it's in Irvine, which is an hour from uh, here. Anaheim, but yes. Anaheim, there you go. Anaheim, which is an hour from here, right. especially in the middle of the day. 45, you know, depending, but yeah. generously an hour. Uh, B, it actually costs a pretty significant amount of money to go to an arena football really? game. Yeah, like in my mind, the good seats were 15 and the bad seats were 10. Uh <laughs> You know okay. what I mean? All right. It is possible to get a $10 ticket. Right. Uh, but it's way up in the rafters. Oh, you know, forget it. And I didn't want, look, no. I didn't want to. So, no, I want you know what I did? You want to be by the action. Yeah, you want exactly. to get hit spent, by a football man who comes over the boundary. Exactly. Right. I spent two weeks fucking white knuckling it on yeah. Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. What? So a pair of tickets is yep. going to come up. Yep. They don't even have them on StubHub, just Craigslist. <laughs> a set of a set You have to be 420 friendly if you want the tickets. Ah, uh, yes. So I finally, I bought them uh, the, the day before. And I... I paid 35 bucks a piece for them. But wow. I figured, you know, f- that's only, what, uh, $140 total for four tickets. Okay. Brian Fernandez, our producer, came with us. Yeah. And I thought, you know, that's that's research. That's a segment on George Go. Sure. Yeah. That's a, it's a tax write-off. team-building activity. <laughs> Indeed. You know what I mean? So we, we got pretty good seats for this thing, and we went to the fucking game, and it was madness. Yeah. That's it? It's so weird. Yeah, it was, were people all painted and wearing jerseys of their favorite team? There it's, were some. There were some people with kiss makeup, but not as much as you would hope. There yeah. a lot of little kids oh, had kiss makeup, which is pretty cute. Yeah, I, I kind cute. of enjoyed it. That's I think cute. it was week two. I think in opening day uh, there might have been more people with kiss makeup. Right, right, right. Um, I, so that was a disappointment. A lot of people wearing jerseys. Yes. Uh, all of the jerseys have either Gene Simmons or uh, Paul Stanley's <laughs> name on them. Hilarious. There's no none for actual players on the actual no, team. No, not at all. For what? Why would there be? Wait, what is the name of this team? Uh, it's called the L.A. Kiss. Oh, that's so fun. It's not even like named after. Uh, Mike Schmidt last week pointed out that it should be just named after a famous Kiss song or album, like The Destroyers or something right. like that. I thought that was a good idea, but it is just called the name of the band. They have. <laughs> They're like, look, we don't want anybody to be confused. No, exactly. Their uniforms are essentially like if you took all black with a chrome helmet and then just vomited flames all over it. Sure. And just do they wear miscellaneous flames? No. I don't Sadly see not. This. Yeah. We did learn that there's such a thing as an arena football shoe, though. Yeah, right, exactly. It looks like a Tom's. Yeah. <laughs> it looks weird. And they give like a pair Tom's. of arena football shoes to a third world child, so that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's really yeah. nice. So they can play arena football. <laughs> Uh, um, there are, and I guess I guess. Why the, would you punish those third-world <laughs> children that way? <laughs> I think I think something. I think maybe the most distinct thing about about the whole experience, or I don't know, the most the kissiest thing about it was that um, at on either end, kind of flanking the goalposts, are two cages containing. Strippers, shut your face. Who just dance serious? basically the entire time? Like strippers, I, come on. I have to go kiss to girls. This. I'm sorry, the kiss girls. Well, yes, Please, I didn't mean respect. to. They're oh not nude. God. No, they're not nude. That's part of the Yet. like part of the whole part of the problem with it. 
as an experience mm-hmm. is that they have to play a football game. Right. And the players are trying to win. And there can't be anything that a six-year-old can't see. Oh. Sure. And I would definitely see like so – there's no – you don't have to be 18 or older to get in. No, it's so not there like an adult arena football It's not <laughs> like there could really yeah, be nudity hours. or something. Sure. Right. And I could definitely see – I mean I definitely – you know, I don't imagine that this is a full-time job for the Kiss Girls. I imagine they, you know, they do a bunch of... Teaching on the side. Teaching, well, teaching on the side. Teach what, for America. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would see the, 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 the camera would focus on one of the cage girls, and you would see them notice the camera, and then you would see them start to do a stripper move and then catch themselves and do something tamer. Like they almost did, you know... Like a classic boob shake, and then right. you can see them stop and then no. just Roger Rabbit or right. something. What's weird right. about – what's strange about the women in the cages, and I remember there being four cage women. Yeah. One in each Two corner. Two for each end zone? One in each corner, Okay, yeah. got it. And is that they're – because they – in arena football, there's always a danger that someone is going to try and kick a field goal. This is my question. And the field – the goalposts go really – they're narrow and tall. Right. But then you can also – you can't punt, but you it's sort of complicated. But you can't punt, but you can kick a field goal and miss. Yeah. But then the other team can return it off the net. But anyway, the moral of the story is that there's a really tall net. And so these women in cages are actually very far away from you. So you can't really see anything that they're doing very well. <laughs> they're, they're basically like if you imagine it's, you know, uh, the Boston Garden – they're like Larry Bird's jersey. Right. But right. dancing slightly. Yeah. Most so of the you... time they're just uh, smoking e-cigarettes and reading Lean In. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, got to further their education sure. some way. There was, that was a key element. And mm. then there was a music element, it being a rock and roll themed right. thing, which was on, on behind one end zone there was a stage. Oh. There were two things happening on this stage. One was there was a band that played at half to Oh. One was the drummer from Quiet Riot played a drum solo no. and then led the crowd in a chant, which the crowd didn't understand because it was too complicated. <laughs> now you say it. You just said a paragraph. He was there to promote a documentary about Quiet Riot that was premiering oh, at the Newport no. Film Festival. Oh, I have so many questions. Um, but I liked the drummer from Quiet Riot. He got points from me for trying to lead the crowd in a chant, even mm-hmm. though it was too complicated for the crowd to and understand. Who doesn't like a sweet drum solo. So then there's this other band. This band was called the what were they called? The Vintage Rock. It was boy. It was Collection. just. It was just. It was just two words together. I don't know what I forget what it was. <laughs> one it was of just them two was random words. One of them was vintage, and what it clearly it was just the saddest. It was very competent, mm-hmm. and I want to make that clear. It was very competent. It had a, a the front man was sort of a slightly spark plug ish. Uh, kind of Otis Redding-y haircut black guy okay. with a with a 60s outfit on. Okay. Uh, vintage. Yeah, a vintage. Sure. A faux vintage. Um, <laughs> that was the name of the band. Faux vintage. <laughs> Being a kind <laughs> of... Squash, I don't know. Like a kind of hollery soul singer, but he wasn't a great singer. He was, he was a decent singer, but not quite good enough to pull off what he was doing, mm. but... It was nice that he was trying really hard. And then behind him was a sort of heavy rock band made up of just 47-year-old, just clearly session musicians sure. who oh had just – it was the most – it was like someone said – just some some fucking keyboard player 
was just like, I am so tired of touring with Avril fucking Levine. Right, right. He's like, you know, people like that retro soul shit. Let's go find a black guy. <laughs> right, right. Let's it did seem like, yeah, the record company is like, okay, we can put a song, either we can pay the heavy to put a song in every commercial, or we can just find these down and out studio oh musicians God. to make a comparable band. It remind the only thing that I people I've watching ever, a Hyundai commercial won't know the difference. The only thing that I ever experienced that felt as much like a cash in as this is maybe my freshman year of college. I went to a show in Santa Cruz, uh, Palookaville in Santa Cruz, and. And the uh, oh, the late Palookaville, yeah, the late Palookaville, dearly departed. Um, and the, I think you know the headliner was, you know, probably Common or something like that. Right. You know, I was nineteen, and maybe it was Jurassic Five. <laughs> let's be ah, honest. Ah, where's Jurassic Five? I don't know. They they're off every. College. They're off crying in unison. Yeah. <laughs> Damn the roots. Um. So <laughs> they um. They just do junior colleges now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Five is awesome, though. But the they're probably listening. The opener, (laughs) hey guys. uh, The opener was a rapper who was the swing music rapper. Oh Mm. boy! I have no idea how he got on the bill. Like, because he was amazing. It was literally like hip hop swing beats. Oh wow! And he wore like this was. A year after the sell-by date of the swing craze. <laughs> right, You know, right. this was like 2000, 2001. Yeah. Um, We're and, living you know, in a post-Cherry Pop and Daddy's world, right. is what you're saying. Yes, exactly. And it was, he had a DJ cutting up, you know, swing hot music? jazz or whatever. No. And he was rapping. And this felt like as much of a cash-in wow. as that. So that was one. This band, the Vintage Something or Other, was one of the one of the two musical experiences. Yeah. The other was the Shredder in Residence. Uh-oh. <laughs> Who was Uh-oh. this blonde woman? It was woman. not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles tie-in. Oh, yeah. Disappointed darn it. to learn. I was hoping. A, a blonde woman. <laughs> splinter woman, in Residence, however. <laughs> a blonde woman with an electric guitar whose job was occasionally, and I could not figure out what the occasion was, mm-hmm. she was... <laughs> Standing in front of the show director, there was clearly a director and a producer behind like a mixing console right there on the music stage. But it was – and she kept consulting with him like, should I shred? Should I shred? (laughs) Is it shred time? Um, Shred time? But, you know, like – Just point to me when I shred. I'm not going to – just point. Just point. Point and I'll shred. Every so often in between plays, uh, they would drop like a drum machine backing track. Yeah, and she would just – And she would – and what was really – and she would like swing. She had long blonde hair. She'd yeah, swing it she around, you know. And what was really sad about it is just the players would be out on the field waiting to kick off the ball oh or whatever. God. And you can just see them standing there and they know that the shredder woman is more important than them. <laughs> wow. And so the game's going to start when she's done. Oh, clearly. Not when they get out on the right. field. right. And she, but she seemed like a permanent employee. Then there's the Kiss Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jordan, of course, was a big fan of the Kiss Girls. I mean, I love each and every one of them. Sure, from the, the brown-haired one to the other brown-haired one. <laughs> I have three very important questions. Yes. about this. I got. I got three perfect answers. One. Was there a group of dance hip hop <laughs> Asian hip hop dancers who seemed to have come from a local junior college? 
them. Yes, they did oh, several dances oh. that were not in sync. Were nice. there also BMX tricks? Nice. Yes, that oh, also happened. My God. First of all, this sounds incredible. I don't know if you're trying to undersell it, but you're overselling. <laughs> Talking about it is way more fun than being there. <laughs> it was a little Talking bit about it is great. It was a little boring. That was one of the weirdest parts. With all parts. of that going on. It Even was, with the game going on, yeah. Mm. All right, so my question yes. is, do you get extra points for kicking the ball into one of the cages? <laughs> if you can make you it all should. the way up there. No, but they do get pregnant. Okay. <laughs> you do that. Then that's a it point in life. Them. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. Who won the game? Other team. Kiss lost. Kiss Cleveland lost. somethings won. Okay. Yeah. And the third question is, at any point, does $35 a ticket allow you to go onto the field? No, but... I'm glad you brought up going on to the field. <laughs> so as the snarky announcer repeatedly, well, sort of broy snarky. Yeah, he definitely sounds like the the afternoon guy on every modern rock station. Yeah, oh, okay. absolutely. Yeah, like yeah. he wasn't quite dynamic enough to be a morning, morning zoo job. guy. Yeah, yeah. But he was definitely annoying and high energy. So right. I'm getting like maybe like the Saturday at noon guy. Okay. Hey right. guys, let's hear it for the kiss girls, am I right? Yeah. It just say it's just yeah. silence. And the best I think the ultimate demonstration of this guy was they had a thing where a fan came on the field and tried to kick a field goal. And, and by fan, you mean someone who accidentally went to the stadium hoping it was Yes, the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> a guy in full, full <laughs> right. medieval He's like, outfit. like, this is in medieval times? Oh, when are we going to eat chicken door. with our hands? Oh, okay. Um, I might as well stay. <laughs> someone well. hold my joust. <laughs> um, so this guy was trying to kick a field goal, and the only thing the announcer chimed in to say is, Don't suck, bro. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he didn't announce what the prize was or anything. <laughs> yeah, it was very low stakes. <laughs> Don't suck, bro. Thanks. Um, it was so the announcer. Wait, was there a T-shirt cannon at any? No point? T-shirt no, cannon. No cannon. Not a single. They just threw T-shirts into the audience. <laughs> like that was enough. <laughs> we need a cannon for these T-shirts. Okay, sir. so we need to smell like gunpowder. The that's how T-shirt cannons work, right? Yeah. The it's like announcer an old fuse. repeatedly. <laughs> it's an old Acme plunger. <laughs> the announcer. The announcer would repeatedly tell you that if the ball went in the stands, that you get to keep it. Yeah. Which doesn't come up that much Wait, in a football game. the ball in regular game. play? Yeah. Like a foul ball in a baseball game? They're exactly. saying if the football goes into the yes. stands, you get to keep it. <laughs> yes. And there's no <laughs> and real sideline. And you can fight a six-year-old boy for it. There's no sideline. So if somebody, you know, if somebody throws it away, it's basically when that oh, happens. Oh, I understand. But also when somebody kicks it through the upright. So on either side of, uh, on either side of the goalposts is netting. Because you can return the ball off the netting if you miss the field goal. And then kiss girls if you're lucky. But if you, <laughs> if you kick it through. Bounces right off the kiss girls. If you right. kick it through there, uh, you know, somebody can catch it. So every oh. time they were lining up for a field goal, people would come down and try and oh, get Oh, the behind. net is not directly behind the No, it's, it's next to. It's on the to, side. It's oh, next to the upright. I get upright. it now. I get it. So every time they lined up for a field goal, everyone would come. Everyone on the end zone section would try and jockey for position. Sure. So they kick a field goal. It lands, but it drops. Nobody catches it. It bounces back onto the field. This enormous fat guy. I'm already excited. Just a huge, <laughs> huge man in what looks like a hockey or football jersey. Right. You know, like a shaved head bald guy. Yeah. This was also the most Orange County mookiest yeah. crowd. Yeah. I've, it blew my mind. Yeah. Like it was – Fifth to 95th percentile in the context of Orange County. I 
So this guy falls out of falls out of the stands onto the field. He's rolling around on the ground. He looks down. He realizes he's on the field. He stands up. He grabs the football. He strikes a pose, looks at his buddies in the thing, does a little dance, turns around, and from our vantage point, we can see that his jersey says, Icemobile. Oh. Okay. And he's so it super, clearly is a hockey jersey. Super, this guy is super hammered. <laughs> and then he just falls back into the stands. Look out, NFL. The if you moment. want a real fan experience, go to arena. You can dance on the field and nobody will say anything. In a hockey jersey. <laughs> hey, what, what was really – I don't know if you felt this way about it, Jordan, but what was really hard for me about watching this game, what I enjoyed about the game mm-hmm. was eating nachos. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Um, but what was really – and I had poutine from the Wolfgang Puck Cafe wow. <laughs> at the uh, Anaheim whatever it's called. Right. The Honda Center. So that was pretty good. That I enjoyed fun. that. I ate until I was sick, so that was fun. Yeah. But the thing that was really hard to deal with about this football game was that there were people playing a football game and getting injured. Like there was probably five people carted off the field. Oh, over carted the, off? Or, or you know, helped oh, off the okay, field in okay, some way. Okay. Not necessarily on a stretcher. Right. But, <laughs> Um, you know, like, you know, carried off the on the kiss shoulders girls are all their EMTs. teammates. Are... <laughs> so the well, kiss girls, nice. yeah, 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 they're all trained. And I was just like, oh, fuck, these guys are getting hurt for this football game for because this, this is game. their life stream. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just here watching this lady shred at random intervals. <laughs> <laughs> so it got, it got really sad. I felt so horrible for paying these men to hurt each other. Yeah. So that I could just eat eat nachos and laugh at a guy whose jersey said Ice Mobile. Ice Mobile. <laughs> As if he was the Ice Mobile. He just likes Ice Mobiles? What is an Ice Mobile? What is an Ice Mobile? I don't know. It's a Yeah. It's not a Zamboni. But it really made me not never want Zamboni to Zamboni sounded to that too again. foreign, so Well Zamboni was also taken, so the Ice Mobile was just a poor man's. Oh substitute. maybe, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't actually smooth the ice. Hmm. It roughs it up. So I mean I guess I guess you can look at that you can look at that in two ways is like No, I think you can only look at it in one way. It was sad. <laughs> it, was sad. it was sad and I don't think that these men who play arena football make a living doing this, right? I mean they're probably I think it's like a part time job. Yeah, it's like WNBA. I think salaries. the stars get paid like twenty five thousand dollars a year or twenty thousand oh dollars a year, something like that. I'm I, guessing. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's there's two, you know, obviously, yeah, like if this is a guy who hopes to play in the NFL and he, you know, rolls his ankle. <laughs> right. You know, between BMX sessions. Right. Uh, that's all. But I guess maybe there's also another class of guy who, you know, maybe couldn't make it in the NFL and this sure, is it. That's like true. this is. No. These guys want to play in the NFL. Oh, right? sure. But I mean, probably no, are they young? They're young guys? Yeah. Okay, it's not but like maybe old like, has been. It's not like the pro am basketball league. Like I, I used to go to the pro am basketball sure. league at right. Kizar Stadium in San Francisco, right? And, and it would be like these these like thirty eight year old Puerto Rican guys that played professional basketball in Greece. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was great. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. Like these sort of like these guys who just went from weird country that has a professional basketball league right. to a weird country. Right. You know, like oh, I played two years in the Netherlands, one year in Italy. Croatia. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was in the Croatian leagues for a while. <laughs> Yeah. Played in the, there's a Puerto Rican league. But um, those guys go to the NBA. Mm, no, they're too old. A oh, couple of guys oh, oh. from the Pro-Am League. Like when I would used to go when I was – this was when I was a kid. 
like uh, it was Jason Kidd and Gary Payton were the big stars. Oh, wow. And Brian Shaw were the big stars of the league. And they were all – Jason Kidd was still in high school, but the the I think Gary Payton and Brian Shaw were both in the NBA by then. Right. But like mostly it was just like weird old sort of semi-professional players. Yeah. I think I think though that arena football players, I think they're trying to make it oh, into yeah. the NFL. Wow. But I, mean, I think don't think there's are there they scouts? are. Are yeah, there I don't scouts know. that are looking at these guys like, excuse me, shredding lady? I'm trying to scout that <laughs> I need to, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but are there guys like on the field who, you know, just do not have it to get right. to the NFL? And this right. is as high as they. I mean, obviously they would like to be there, but is this? Are there some people where this is as good as they can do? I don't know. You know who was playing in the Arena League? I the, think for the a Lewin while Davises was... of the uh, of I Arena just Football. That yesterday, sure. finally, it's I... someone who is competent but not brilliant. Right. Well, I think that definitely is the. I think that definitely is the type of player mm-hmm. playing there. But I, whether they have the self awareness, oh to know sure, that they should I can't just enjoy themselves. Yeah. yeah, I think they're just going from concussion to concussion. <laughs> yeah, I think Terrell Owens played in the uh, oh. Arena Football League for a little bit. You know, <laughs> age thirty seven. Terrell Owens. Yeah, yeah he, definitely. He may well be. He's got child support payments to yeah, make. Seriously. <laughs> anyway, I, I'd call, overall call the experience a mixed bag. Uh, glad I did it. Wouldn't want to do it again. That's like, totally fair. And for everyone who asked, all of our friends who are podcast fans, mm-hmm. I texted Jimmy Pardo. Yes, Jimmy Pardo from Never Not Funny was there. Ooh. Oh, was he? But he had left his he had left his phone in the car. So he oh. texted me back at like nine thirty p.m. and was like, "Oh man, I I've left my I left my phone in the car. Sorry, we missed you." So, but you have a shared experience. So that's, that's our that. trip. That's yes. our our fun trip to the L.A. Kiss. Very nice. Let's applaud ourselves. Very nice. Because sure. we'll everyone be, at home is applauding. You made it. We'll be back <laughs> in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Moore's boy detective. Robin Thede, fashion extraordinaire. Hey, guess mm-hmm. what? Sponsor on this week's program are good friends at Hulu Plus. It's more than just Hulu, Jordan. You, I, yes. <laughs> a lot of people out there think it's just Hulu. No, it's but more. It's a lot more than that. You can watch current seasons of your favorite shows like Family Guy, Parks and Recreation, and The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And every episode of Community in South Park. That's a lot of South Parks, particularly. Tons of South Parks. If you just need a, a hole to throw your life into, <laughs> just watch every episode of South Park. Hey, it works on uh, smart TVs, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation, and pretty much any streaming device you already own. Seven nine. 99 a month original series including Deadbeat a comedy about a pot smoking guy who talks to talks to ghosts and if you sign up at huluplus.com/jjgo you get 2 weeks full access completely free that is a whole extra free week in addition to the standard one free week Here, so hulu so this is two free weeks yeah total of two free weeks so you get a standard one week plus if you go to huluplus.com/jjgo then you get the bonus second week, thus transforming it into a two two free week. A, a total fort- of two weeks. A fortnight free week experience. You can almost watch every South Park then. I think you could probably watch every – if you – how about this? If you watch every South Park in two weeks, 
I'll give you 50 bucks. <laughs> Make this thing pay for you by going to Hulu, HuluPlus.com slash JJGo. That's HuluPlus.com slash JJGo. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Robin Theory, I'm um, Paris Fashion Week embodied. <laughs> yeah. Makes yeah. no sense. There's no, yeah. I mean, I'm wearing I, pajama pants, people. Like they are in Paris Fashion Week Indeed. right now. Yeah, right now on, it's on Celine. All the, run, all the runways. Right now someone at Celine is uh, taking notes and she just wrote down pajama, pajama pants. pants. <laughs> all the rage. Dave Matthews Band Concert Chic <laughs> is the new look. Uh, when something momentous happens to you, our listeners, we have you call us and share it with us. The number to call, 206-984-4FUN. That's 206-984-4FUN. The email address to email, if you're too afraid to have your voice heard, is jjgo at maximumfun.org. Uh, the segment is called Momentous Occasions. <laughs> mm. Let's hear our first call. Hello. Greetings, Jordan Jesse and distinguished guests. This is Abraham calling from the South Shore in Massachusetts. I have a momentous occasion to share. Uh, I was recently taking a hike, enjoying this beautiful spring weather, and came upon an incredible work of art that I can only assume some sad young man had constructed. He had arranged a bunch of rocks in these three-foot-tall letters to spell out P-R-O-M, question mark. You know, it is prom season around here, and I can only assume that this gentleman was taking his prospective date out to uh, pop the question. So I took the opportunity to rearrange those stones to spell A-N-A-L. God, I died laughing for the rest of the day. I'm sure you'll enjoy that one, Jordan. Have a great day. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. Right. You're wrong. It's like, I'm sure Jordan. Why? Jordan's a Whoa. nice guy. He might have ruined someone's amazing romantic gesture. Yeah. I feel like he's changed the, the very fabric of time. This might like, be the worst person who's ever called in to Jordan. Sure. He, was, he was giddy. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> you guys will love this. Well, you know, he is from the South Shore of Massachusetts. Right? Uh, it's very dangerous. I, I, I don't know anything any, about. South side of any city is okay. dangerous. <laughs> Have no, you you're been right. to the South side of Chicago? People yeah, are always. where my family's from. People, people um, are always ruining each other's Always ruining invitations. each other's rock formations <laughs> of promposals. This is just rude. Now, my question is this. When the guy brought his potential prom date mm-hmm. to the rock formation said you know take off your blindfold and then turned <laughs> around she was like all right sure and then he was like yes we're going to prom and then he read what it said he's like oh it's like, well that's good too yeah i'll take it <laughs> so he might have done the guy a favor yeah, yeah. oh yes <laughs> i never thought you'd never ask uh, did uh. you guys do cute prom asks as kids or as high schoolers um, as young adults as I young was, people I'm a girl. I got asked. Oh, did it, was there was there a cute one? No, because I uh, back then in the forties, no one did promposals. Sure. People would just kind of went to the barn dance. Yeah, and... they just like smacked you in the back of the head at your locker and was like, "Hey, you want to go to prom?" Mm. I mean, it was kind of like that. I uh, I asked a girl once. I don't know if it was to prom. I went to one of the lesser dances, but um, uh, she worked at Togo's, which is like a yes. lesser Subway. Of course. I mean, not lesser, but a I think less they prominent. heated their sandwiches first. I think they were the first ones to I toast it? So. Could be. Oh, well, no, just heated. They didn't toast them. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 the, f- 
Yeah. They just had a hot, hot, uh, hot uh, fluorescent warm. lamps. Exactly. Sure. Like the Easy Bake Oven. Uh, she worked at Togo's. I did a thing where I wrote, well, you got a prom with me on a, on a, like a piece of paper, put it in between two slices of bread, went into the Togo's, gave it to her, and I'm like, hey, I made you a sandwich. Look at you. And then there was the prom asking. That's very novel. And, and yeah. the answer was? It was yes. Nicely done. And after prom, nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> right? Yes. All right, Justin. It was a lot of fun. That sounds cute. I like that. I'm glad that I feel like that cleansed the palate from this guy that changed yeah. the thing. Yeah, I mean, not, I don't want to, you know, sound like I'm hating on the guy, but that's kind of rude. I think I'm going to hate on him. Kinda Robin, rude. you're you nicer, you're nicer right. than me, so I think I'm going to straight up hate. All right, there you go. Yeah, I'm full of hate right now. <laughs> Glug, 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 glug. That's me drinking Haterade. <laughs> I am Pass ref- it around. I am refreshed as hell. Our sponsor on this week's George Jesse Go. Haterade. Um, yeah. I mean, he should have at least, I mean, you'd have to gather more rocks for this, but at least change it to something that, like, would be fun for the girl. Like, you can say, like, cunnilingus. Right. right? And not sure. to say that anal can't be fun for both parties, but right. I think sure. cunnilingus is more likely. You know, I don't be... know. I read an article in the in New York Magazine that says butt play is all the rage among <laughs> hip that New Yorkers. That was Cosmo. Hip heterosexual, heterosexual New Yorkers. You're thinking of tapas bars. All about <laughs> butt play. <laughs> hey, it's always about artisanal cheeses. I'm Jordan. so Jordan, the two. Oh, you put them in your butt. The cheeses. Oh, oh, oh you put the artisanal. Yeah, why, yeah, that's, that's where why. they go. Okay. The two are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> you get a nice thinly sliced ham up sure. there. Yeah. <laughs> it's brunch for days. <laughs> a dried ham. Brian writes down brunch for days. An Iberico. Okay, let's take another call. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, guest. I'm driving in a small, tiny Nebraska town named Wahoo, and I almost got back into by a carpool of a uh, driveway just now, and when I looked to see what was the problem, it looked like they had something in their back window obscuring their view. On closer inspection, it was a monkey in a diaper in the back of the car. I don't understand what's going on. Okay, bye. See, number one, I'm glad that this guy this guy had called us at the right time, which is when he still hadn't figured his shit out. That's what we want. We yeah. want you, we want people we want to call to in the moment. Yeah. In the moment. Yes, yes. Well, this I have to say, this happened to me. Um, <laughs> you got hit by a monkey car. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving down the 405 the other day, and I almost rear-ended someone trying to get a better look at what was in their back rear window. Right. It was a man driving a Toyota Solara, which was a problem. I mean, that's a hip car. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. Uh, he was probably going, where was he going? Probably Coachella, right? <laughs> <laughs> you jump sure. in the Solara. I'm sure. So he Head has, right to the DJ tent. <laughs> right. He has uh, what looks like a, a, a fuzzy uh, sp- sprocket from Fraggle Rock sort of dog in the window, but it's where the headrest would be. Mm-hmm. And I'm confused because the dog's not moving, but his eyes are huge. And I'm like, <laughs> this dog is in trouble. Sure. So I'm, I'm. They can sense danger. They can sense danger, and a man driving a Solara <laughs> is clearly dangerous. And so I'm, I'm driving faster. It could have been a grandma in disguise. Well. I get up close right on the bumper of the car and realize it's a picture covering the back of the headrest made to look like this. A frightened dog. Yes. And I'm like, what kind of a sick person does this? And 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 I came very close to rear-ending him. So it wasn't a monkey in a diaper, but I do understand how things in the rear sure. 
rear, rear window can be very distracting. Do you think that it was some kind of insurance scam? <laughs> he wasn't in the carpool lane. I thought it was a carpool scam at first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guess like, I have a giant dog. That's fine, right? right? And look, he's scared. Yeah. I don't know. But the monkey, the monkey in a diaper. I feel like don't, don't, doesn't, don't pet monkey situations always turn out wrong with someone getting their face yes. and genitals ripped off. Yes. Why, why keep the monkey or after getting so arrested. many? Look at Justin Bieber. Oh, that's right. He didn't get arrested for monkey possession. Absolutely. He got arrested for having a monk? Yes. I think they took it away from him in like like Abu Dhabi or something. Yes, he was somewhere overseas and the monkey had assaulted someone and he didn't have a permit or something for the monkey. Do you have a permit for a monkey? Uh, Monkey permit? Yeah, they have to have a chip. (laughs) They do have to be spayed or neutered. Can I tell you guys, when I I went on vacation this past week to Ojai, California. Oh, lovely. Beautiful Ojai, California. And as I was driving back, I stopped at the mountain gas station to Mm. pump – pump some gas into my vehicle and there was a guy in uh, like a monster truck nice. uh, pumping some gas into his monster truck right right across the uh, old pump station from me and he was wearing one of those memorial t-shirts you know those kind of memorial t-shirts oh, uh, like the for... name of the dead on the back yeah it's got like a picture on like yeah. a like a photograph on the front and sure. the, on the back it's got a usually like some dude's nickname yeah exactly. little someone yeah <laughs> And oh so on the front is a picture of a kind of, you know, like, a, I don't know, how how would you characterize the kind of guy that you would expect to see on the front of a memorial T-shirt in Ojai, California, Jordan? Uh, I mean, the, For those who aren't Southern California. It's certainly like someone who has died in an ATV or dirt bike accident. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So I think that— I was thinking Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> yes, I was wrong. No, you're well, thinking of a different place. Sorry. A very different place. Well. I think that's the classic— type of guy that would be on the front of a, one of these t-shirts. Right. <laughs> but in there are none of those none type of, those of guys in Ohio. Okay, got it. Monster truck should have been a clue. Yep. Oh, Ohio may uh, Ohio may have like uh, a parade every year in mm. honor of its black person. Right. <laughs> Come on, Otis, let's go. <laughs> it's Otis Fest. <laughs> it's Otis Fest. <laughs> it's the same it's the same rock jock from the afternoon. Hey guys. Otis Fest. From 1 to 2 on March 23rd. So I I'm not going to say the guy's full name cuz I don't you know I don't want I don't want to be disrespectful to the guy but sure. um and it certainly is he sad had that tragic jet ski. Sad actually. that he passed on. Uh but on the back it said Ryan F 1980 to 2011 mm. always in our hearts. And then it has his nickname in quotation marks Uh-oh. which was Dude Bra. Dude Bra. Dude Bra. Bra. Dude bra. That's his nickname. He left us too early. The late his dude bra. Redundant. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always remember dude, dude bra. bra. I mean, oh. always smoke us Wait out. Wait a minute. Love the scarf wings. <laughs> yeah. Love to chow out on some guac. Right? But is it, <laughs> Wait a minute. Was the dude heavy set in the picture? No, he was. Because I was wondering. Is he had hungry joke? eyes. Oh, he had hungry eyes. Mm. Yeah. Well, is it dude bra or is it dude bra? Like he needed. No, oh, there was an H at the end. There oh, okay, was an H okay, at the okay, end. okay, okay, okay. So it was. Just, it's just an awful nickname for a fat guy. <laughs> I know. <Yeah>, dude bra. <laughs> but it is. It is the let's kind of. Let's put his mean nickname on the back of this. Let's. <laughs> that's what I want. Let's tease him even in death. Yeah, exactly. Dude taunt bra. him from to to from beyond I, the grave. I feel like dude bra without an H. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the the cruel nickname for a fat guy is yeah. the kind of nickname that a group of people would come up with who also came up with the nickname Dude Bra. Yeah. Is there a comma? With the H. 
No, just no, huh? dude, brah. Dude, dude, bro. There, there was like an implied aspirated vowel. <laughs> there's no space. There's no comma. Dude, bra. Dude, bra. Dude, bra. Dude, bra. <laughs> your passing has made us bummed. Uh, <laughs> what was the funeral like? 2011, you harsh Darmella. <laughs> <laughs> 21 t-shirt cannon salute. <laughs> Come to dude, bra's funeral. Attire, casual flip-flop. And nickel wings. Yeah. <laughs> Robin. Ladies in free before nine. <laughs> Why is that nine? Why is it at a Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> well, no. I think that's pretty obvious. Dude Bra would have wanted dude it that way. Dude Bra would have wanted it. Robin, I got a question for you. Yeah. So <laughs> I know that you I know that you sometimes voice awards shows. Yeah, I do. And I guess, I'm, <laughs> I guess I'm wondering if you think that I might be able to use this voice to score some award show gigs. At, at, yes, at Kids Choice. Yeah. <laughs> our stomping rounds. What are our oh, team Congratulations. Choice. Yeah, yeah. Robert and I co hosted the live Congratulations stream of the to team Jack Awards. Black for winning every award. Yeah. <laughs> or you could just be like on an episode of like Awkward or something on MTV. Oh, yeah. That was awkward VO. That was one thing that happened to me in Ohio. And then the one other thing uh, happened to me in Ohio. I was at like a. I was at like a resort, and a resort is not usually my thing, mm. but um, it was what we could figure out uh, with two small children that was within driving distance, that et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's this resort, and there was a spa at the resort oh. where I availed was myself. Was it spelled with an H at the end? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> spa. Dude spa. spa. Dude spa. <laughs> There's a lady spa and a dude spa. I did a great job of going. Mm-hmm. I totally went and got a massage at the spa, and then I you. hung out in the hot tub naked with my dong out. Hey, great. Walked oh, around with my dong out. What happened with those hot tubs? Bacteria. Did a really good job. <laughs> well, you should get a load of my dong if you're worried about oh, the well, hot true. tub. <laughs> true. It's a little Petri true. dish. So um, That's what's going to be on his T-shirt. <laughs> his dong was a Petri dish. They used it in fourth grade chemistry. The the area outside <laughs> of uh, the area outside of the spa had a oh. cafe and a courtyard. This is nice. I kind of like the sentiment here. There's a sign on the cafe table. Jesse handed me his phone. With and this was on every cafe table, and also as you entered. Okay. Freedom zone, free from cell phones, pets, smoking, and disquieting conversations. <laughs> and I like that and you took it with your cell phone. Now free. Now here's the thing. Yeah, Jesse. Do I'm you gonna, not, why I'm do you gonna, disrespect the freedom zone? Yeah, I'm gonna follow zone. this down the line here. So I'm gonna start with the 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 main gist of it. Mm. Yeah. Which is no cell phones are smoking. Right. Or what? Like that is perfectly reasonable. Sure. That would be to have that on the courtyard outside of the spa because everyone's spying out. Yeah. Right. Look. I fucking got a relaxation massage. Exactly. You know, I was totally, I was, I was like jelly. Right. You know what I mean? Kind of loosey goose. You got it. If you asked me how loose was my goose, mm-hmm. I would, instead of responding with yeah. the rest of that traditional chant, right. I would just say extremely loose. Right. Great. So all of that I'm on board with. And then they put freedom zone on it, mm. which makes me a little feel weird. Right. Because it, it feels like they're trying like to tie right it into wing. like 9-11. Sure. Oh. Um, well, but, and outside of that zone, are you not free? Yeah. That's the other <laughs> the servitude zone. Wait a minute. That makes it sort of punk rock. Mm. Well, that's true. You know, if if there's if there's somebody smoking, you're really not free. You're not free. You're being forced to breathe carcinogen. I'm just trying to live my fucking life, man. Right? Free. <laughs> also, do you have any change? <laughs> 
I'm trying to change. How about dollars? I'm yeah. trying to get money together to go to an LA Kiss game. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend's a dancer in the cage. Okay. <laughs> she says if I don't come to one of the games, yeah, she's breaking up with me. me. So so demand. I'm going to leave that aside as well. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, the breaking point for me Uh-oh. was the notion of disquieting, disquieting conversation. conversation. <laughs> I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> like if someone brings up like like if everyone is sitting there quietly, not right. smoking or using their cell phones, right. and two people are at a table and one of them just says to the other one like, you know, I think we're going to die and I don't believe in God. Whoa! Can we can we bring this back around? Can we bring this back around? Yuck! Or like, or or like, you know, we just spent a hundred and fifty dollars on a massage, and there are people Starving. who are dying yeah. right now <laughs> in Africa. The spa police come over. <laughs> that I'm sorry, sir. You have di- people are very disquieted sure. by this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, or just, just like, uh, just somebody saying, just real quiet and gently, like, what's your favorite scene from The Shining? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Excuse me, uh, we're going to have to ask you to change gears here if you can talk about speculation about the Mad Men finale, but no spoilers. (laughs) That would appreciate that, or... Why am I picturing the ghost of Dude Bra being like, Dude Bra, disquieting? <laughs> We're trying to chill over here. Chill I can't like talk about my girlfriend's abortion. Can I? Abortion. <laughs> yeah, he calls it abortion. <laughs> That's the other thing. Yeah, it was just like, what is what is going to happen there? At the in the my grandma needs zone? surgery, and I don't think she's going to make it. <laughs> Sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. It's very d- deeply disquieting. Yeah. You know, all of our. I think someone didn't know what that word meant. I bet it just right? means not loud. I think they yes. mean speak they softly. Meant speak softly, and they didn't realize what they were writing. Yeah, but which I, is even more fun. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on board a, for You can have an upsetting conversation. What about this? What about this, this one? Volume. <laughs> right. Like, let's say, let's say they're at the thing, and they and they say, "Did you try that lavender bath oil?" Say, "Yeah, I did. It was amazing." What? What do you think about the fact that Hitler was democratically elected? (laughs) (laughs) Just ease him into it. You already got him. I just don't know if I can enjoy Woody Allen movies anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's the perfect one. Yeah. Okay. Did you see Brian Singer? He just walked into the (laughs) No? Way too inside? He's also done some gross stuff. Do we have one more? Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Hey, Jordan and Jesse. This is Catherine from Seattle. I was calling after some major excitement seeing J.J. go carved into a park bench. I was out to my boyfriend, who's also a fan of the show, and he unfortunately disappointed me by telling me that it said J.J. 69. <laughs> so I just thought you guys should know. Thinking about you. Bye. Well, good news. <laughs> Can we start hashtagging the show J.J. 69? Yeah, our show has a new yeah. title. Yeah. Jordan Jesse 69. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a T-shirt. <laughs> And slightly disquieting. Yeah, that was a little disquieting. <laughs> yep, yep, I like it. Do you realize we never answered anything about the monkey in the diaper? Oh, yeah. Well, it's fun. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah gonna, right? Like, what's the big deal? It's this fun for a few a... years, and it's going to murder that couple who's driving it around wearing a diaper. When you know, will people realize that monkeys have monkey strength? 
Especially chimpanzees. They've got tons of monkey strength. They have so much monkey strength. It is superhuman. And chimpanzees, chimpanzees especially, which people like to hang on to, get very large yeah. and can literally rip a car door off. Sure. I they went. go right for the face and neck and, and genitals. Do. I, Remember when Oprah interviewed the lady whose face got ripped off? I don't. I have oh, a, I do. I, I have a point horrible. to make here, folks, which is this. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old, <laughs> and it's taught me to see the world in a new light. Mm-hmm. Yes. Specifically, animals are so cool. <laughs> Just different animals. And our, uh, we have a listener named Rebecca, longtime mm-hmm. supporter of Maximum Fun, and her daughter loves pets. Now, they have a fair, fair number of pets, but they also like to visit animals and pet them. Mm-hmm. And they post – sometimes Rebecca will post pictures of this on Facebook. Every new animal they pet brings new love to my heart. <laughs> they pet, petted a sugar glider recently. Oh. It's as cute as it gets. Now, when I was on vacation in Ojai – I took a side trip. I headed out to Galeta, California, possibly called Galeta, California or Galeta, California. Mm -hmm. Either way. I'm going to call it Galeta, California, where uh, my friend Chef Julia has a restaurant called the Goodland Kitchen, which I recommend to anybody who wants a totally amazing sandwich in Galeta, California, right by the Santa Barbara airport. There you go. Julia also lives on some kind of petting zoo farm. (laughs) So she took us – my son is with me. My son's two and a half. My other son's six months. My wife and uh, my sister-in-law and I and Julia went out to her house 15 minutes from this restaurant in the Santa Monica airport. And they not only had two mini horses and a bunch of regular horses and two Easter bunnies, they also had four donks. Pretty good. One nice. of the donks was named Robbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the friendliest of the donks, although, as Julia took pains to explain, all of the donks are very friendly. Robbie got a little bridle on, and he came out to visit us. I fed some carrots to Robbie. I petted him. He was (laughs) scritchy-scratchy. And then they took him back in the barn, slaughtered him, and made the most delicious sandwich. Just the best what was Throw the name a of that restaurant again? On there. It was, but here's the thing: it was the first time that I have ever petted a donk. Congratulations! Really? In all of my years of loving miniature donkeys yes. and being a miniature donkey enthu- a noted miniature donkey mm-hmm. enthusiast, yes. I had never had the opportunity to pet one. How'd it go? It was wonderful. Yeah. That's great. That's great Robbie that it lived up. Was adorable. He was cuter than the mini horses, mm-hmm. and he was sweeter than the mini horses. Now, did he make any donkey sounds? Were you able to witness any firsthand? Oh, every animal makes its own sound. Robin? I I was aware of that. (laughs) Is there a cord I can pull to clarify this? (laughs) No, but donkeys have that very, you know, that very, that, that very, it's very cartoon uh, appropriate. He did a little bray. He Mm -hmm. gave me a little bray, but mostly he was just being really sweet because he loves people because that's what he's, that's what he's, that's his whole deal. Mm. Fucking getting carrots. I want to know, uh, what's the difference between a regular bunny and an Easter bunny? An Easter bunny is a bunny that you see with a two-year-old shortly before Easter. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Very cute. Anyway, 206-984-4FUN is our telephone number. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. (laughs) 
Have I got great news for you, Jordan, Jesse, Go listeners. There is new and exciting stuff happening on board ship at the second annual Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival, a.k.a. BoatParty.biz. I'm just going to run down this list of people, uh, the amazing comedians, and you're going to recognize basically every most beloved Jordan, Jesse, Go guest ever, except for Robin Thede. Number one, Greg Barron. Number two, Kamau Bell. Number three, Chris Fairbanks. Number four, Moshe Kasher. Number five, Karen Kilgariff. Number six, Kyle Kinane. Number seven, Natasha Legero. Number eight, Morgan Murphy. Number nine, the great John Roderick. And how about this? Jean Grey. She's going to be rapping. And she's a friendly, funny lady. And furthermore, there's more music acts that we haven't announced yet. But I haven't announced those yet. Plus, we just added the great Guy Branham. He's a hilarious guy, been a great guest on this program, and Tony Kameen and Carol Kolb. Carol Kolb, past editor of The Onion and head writer of The Onion News Network and of Andy Daly's brilliant uh, comedy art program, Review, on Comedy Central. So there's going to be all kinds of great stuff. Uh, go to BoatParty.biz for more information. It's coming up this July, and you won't want to miss it. It will be the best way to spend your summer vacation days. Go to BoatParty.biz right now. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Robin Thede, special guest of the day. Well, Robin, it has been a joy and a delight to have you on the program. Not that it ever isn't, but just... It's, uh, it's very fun to have to chat with you. Oh, I love you guys. Oh, Thank you very shucks. much. Will you say something nice to Queen Latifah about us? <laughs> I will. What should I say? That we're cool. And then we like her and want to kiss her. Oh, I don't know. You can I'll get back her. to you. I'll send you an email. You guys should come to the show. You can tell I would love that, to come to the show. That would be fun. You can tell her you have a friend with his own NPR show and she can come on it whenever she wants if she wants to promote her hit daytime talk show. Indeed. Because all of that is true. Indeed. I would love to have Queen Latifah on Bullseye. I would... I would love to have Queen Latifah on Bullseye. You can tell I just interviewed Russell Simmons. She's probably best friends with Russell Simmons. I don't know if they're best friends, but we had them on the show and they were very friendly. Did he want to talk about meditation the entire time? Yes. I was every time I brought up every time I brought up uh, rap music. He's like, so here's an asana. What? Well, but he was a really he was a he was a trip. But I really liked him. I I found him to be a winner. He is a winner. He's very frenetic. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a busy Lots guy. Anyway, thanks this week to our sponsor, Hulu Plus, where you can binge on thousands of shows anytime, anywhere. You can get an extended double length free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com slash JJGo. Do not, under any circumstances, go to HuluPlus.com slash JJ69. No. <laughs> That's, That's a whole yet. other Hulu. Not yet. whole other thing. <laughs> HuluPlus.com slash JJGo. A quick reminder, if you're listening to this in the Pacific Northwest, um, we are spending Friday, Saturday, and Monday in your environs, Ooh. Portland, Seattle, and Vancouver. Um, we've got Jordan Jesse Go and Stop Podcasting Yourself in Portland and Seattle. And what I'm calling Jesse Thorne and his podcast pals in Vancouver, let's just say there was a podcast. Maybe you just heard their name and maybe they were based in Vancouver. And let's just say they had an exclusive deal that said that they couldn't announce on the bill that they were performing. Uh, and let's just say that tricky. Jordan had to fly back to Los Angeles to uh, write on his hit television program. <laughs> 
Um, then what you would get is three guys who are called Jesse Thorne and his podcast mm-hmm. pals. I think you've probably figured it out by now. It's Jesse that, and Mark Maron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Simon, <coughs> Simon Fraser University. All that information and all the ticket links are at MaximumFun.org. Go now because Can if I... you blow this, you're going to miss Look, everything. We got John Roderick and Luke Burbank on this thing. Come oh on. Give me a break. Jesse. You got some dates? Well, here's what I've got. I... Uh... I wanted. I, I'm excited about this tour. Right. I don't feel like people are pumped about it enough on the internet. I'm concerned about that too. Oh, internet! You need to get pumped. Yeah. We know Zena's pumped. She's Zena's, let us know. Zena Chew is pumped. But basically, no one else. Jesse, I've planned. I've planned two meetups. Is, do you think Xyloart is pumped? I should hope so. I don't know where Xyloart lives. Listen, I've planned two meetups. Okay. In hopes to. In hopes to rally some enthusiasm. Okay. My last two meetups have is not that, gone well. Is That's because you did a horrible <laughs> yes. job planning them. A genuinely awful sure. job. Uh, in my defense, sometimes they'll leave up the Yelp page for a restaurant that is not around anymore. <laughs> oh. That happens, but I have called two restaurants. Right. I have confirmed that they're open. Yes. They are reserving space for us. Excellent. Here's what we're doing. April 25th. This is your chance to meet us the L.A. Kiss Players and the Kiss Girls. <laughs> nice. April 25th, this is after the uh, Portland show. Mm-hmm. We're going to Yours Bar and Grill, Y-U-R-S. It's at 717 Northwest 16th Avenue. I'm going to get there around 10. Yours Bar and Grill. Number one. April 25th. For Seattle, Seattle, Washington. Show. April 26th, we're going to the Auto Battery. Ooh. It's at 1009 East Union Street. They're reserving space for us. We'll have little rooms in the back. There are food, full bar at both of them. Little champagne rooms, huh? Little champagne rooms. Are these, no touching. Are these 21? Not should pay for it. Are these Le, 20, yeah, I mean, I'll plus? look the other way. Huh? Are these 21 plus These are 21 venues? plus situations, okay. so no babies. But uh, the uh, auto battery has a ski ball and uh, air hockey. What? My, my I, sincere, I am to Seattle just to see that. You should. My sincere apologies to the guy who's under 21 that wanted to go to a meetup in either Portland or Seattle and mm-hmm. posted about it on the Max Aww. Fun Reddit. Yeah. I feel bad, but how about this? Get a fake ID. Number I, then. A, you've got a week to get a fake yeah. ID. Yeah, get it together. B, you can come up to us after the show. We'll sign an autograph. Sure. And, you know... Who knows? Who knows where it goes from there? I signed a uh, Nintendo DS at WonderCon uh, <gasps> ah! <laughs> this week. What did you sign it? Uh, say no to drugs. Did they think you were Wario? They did think I was Wario. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> oh, I, that's why. But I didn't correct him. Yeah, I, I just shouldn't. said, I just said, it's a me, Wario. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I love treasure. It's a me. <laughs> <laughs> I love to take treasure. Oh, and then they thought you were Johnny Depp. It got weird. Yeah, it did get weird. Yeah. Johnny um, Depp, come see. Robin, this is there movie anything I'm important in. we should know about your career besides that folks should check out the fun sketches on the Queen Latifah show that Queen Latifah does we a great job? We do have some really in. fun stuff coming up. It I, sweeps, I, it right? Is, it, is, it is sweeps. It's a daily talk show, but it's turning into more of a variety show. We are doing more sketching comedy. You know, as I, if, if anyone has Googled me at this point and is still here for the podcast to learn about me, mm. uh, which I'm assuming is everyone. Sure. Um, yes, I, I have a. I'm a sketch comedian and 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 improviser by trade, so we are trying to infuse more of that into the show. Yeah, that's the that's the theedy trademark. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, you. That's actually what you also what you brought to the UNCF gala dinner, <laughs> right? <laughs> that you were the announcer for, right? For the UNCF evening of stars. <laughs> um, okay, great. Brian Fernandez is our producer. Maximumfun.org is our website. How about this? Hashtag for the meetups. Hashtag. 
JJ69. There you go. Oh, there you go. Hashtag JJ, go JJ for the JJ show. 69. If you're coming to the shows, JJ69. Yeah, JJ69 is the hashtag for our Pacific Northwest tour with our friends Stop Podcasting Yourself. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records, part of their wonderful CD, Kites Are Fun, the best of The Free Design, which we recommend highly. Sincerely, it's a wonderful record. Um, That's it. We'll talk to you next week on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.